The administration elected on the notion of supporting all women is now waging a war on women. On the day of his inauguration on January 20th, President Joe Biden signed nine executive orders, including one that sets back nearly 50 years of Title IX protections for women. This and more coming up next on Concerned Women Today. From the nation's capital, this is Concerned Women Today with Penny Young Nance, President and CEO of Concerned Women for America, the largest public policy organization for women in the nation. Here's your host, Penny Nance. Hi, I'm Penny Nance, CEO and President of Concerned Women for America. This is Concerned Women Today. On his first day in office, President Joe Biden signed a flurry of executive orders, more than any other president in recent history. One of those was Executive Order 13988, which declares an assault on what it means to be a biological woman. We stand for what it means to be female and created in God's image. This order dismantles protections for women in domestic violence shelters, prisons, and locker rooms. Joining me to discuss this and Arkansas's challenge to President Biden is Arkansas Attorney General Leslie Rutledge, who I have to say is uh, such an interesting and prominent woman leader. Leslie, you're the first woman, the first Republican, and the first mom to be elected as Arkansas's Attorney General. Is that right? That's right. I'm actually, I became a mom as the Attorney General, so I was already in office, and so I'm the first constitutional officer ever in the state of Arkansas to give birth while holding office. Uh, so wow. So well, it, and, and it makes the issues we're talking about today all the more uh, relevant, right? I'm a mom. My, actually, my daughter is 23, and you have a little baby. Um, <laughs> but we are really here at Concerned Women for America so intent on protecting the rights of women. And so we, we, we really see what's happening now as this threat to the uniqueness um, and, and our ability to compete on the sports fields, to the protection of women in domestic violence shelters, the protection of women in prison, um, really, it's just a really important conversation, and there's a lot of noise around it. The first question I have for you is, um, you know, Arkansas has already set an example with Governor Asa Hutchinson recently signing to law the Protect Women's Sports Bill, and we are very appreciative of him doing that. I know there was a lot of pressure around it, and there's also another bill that he's looking at that has to do with children being given medical treatment. Um, right now in that, you know, sort of trans activism, medical treatment issue. And so we'll be continuing to follow that. But we were very grateful that last week he signed the women's sports bill. But you wrote a great op-ed really taken on the Biden administration and what they've done in the quote unquote Equality Act, which I call it the Inequality Act. So give me an idea of sort of why you wrote that and your thoughts on the issue overall. Well, absolutely, Penny. I mean, this, this, issue is so important to women, young girls, but it's important to dads too, and brothers and uncles and moms, dads, grandparents, because we all want our little girls and our granddaughters to have the opportunity to participate and succeed. So yes, Governor Hutchinson has already, we've already passed one law in Arkansas with regard to ensuring that uh, biological males cannot play in all female sports. Uh, there's another bill very similar that I introduced called the Girls Act, and the Girls Act is a Gender Integrity Reinforcement Legislation for Sports Act, and again, this is to make sure 
that young girls and young women have the opportunity to participate and succeed. I know growing up, like so many young girls, I was able to play sports, but I was only able to play and to compete against other females. If I had been uh, having to compete against a biological male at five foot two, 102 much, I can assure you, I would not have been able to uh, participate. I want my little girl to have the opportunity to succeed. That's why I'm pushing back against the Biden administration uh, and with a stroke in a pen, President Biden and his executive order uh, allowing biological males to compete against females. Uh, it goes absolutely against what Title IX was put into law to protect. Title IX is in law to protect women's opportunities, and the liberal left and President Biden are stripping those opportunities from women. Well, and, and it's just demoralizing, right? We have over 50 Young Women for America college chapters. We have some high school chapters. And of course, we have our Concerned Women for America adult leaders and chapters. Um, and I am hearing from them. In fact, we put out a beautiful video uh, on social media and you all can come to uh, our Facebook page or our Twitter uh page and, and see it in which these young women are talking about the importance of sports and how important it is to them. It's important for scholarships. It's, uh, it's important for their self-image. Um, there's all kinds of studies, Leslie, you know, that have been done that show that participating and being on a team and being able to compete is really, uh, really formative to many young women. It protects their self-image. It guards against many things, including di or eating disorders and other, other behaviors that are, are hurtful. And so why on earth does the left want to push this agenda, particularly when it was women and, and many of whom were feminists that fought for Title IX? It's, you know, I, I can't get into their heads, Penny. I, I don't want to get into their heads as to why they're pushing this agenda. But I think it's important that for our Kansans and Americans to understand that these bills are not preventing these transgender athletes from participating. It's preventing biological males from taking opportunities away from young girls and women that are biologically female. That's what it's preventing because it's not keeping, it's not discriminating against them. They can still play, they can still participate, but what they can't do is take a biological male, which is naturally bigger, stronger, and faster than most females and put them against their girls. You know, we're talking, I don't know if you've ever had friends or family that have gone on to play college or have wanted to play at the collegiate level, but these are thousands and thousands of dollars in college scholarships that biological males could be taken away from girls and women. I, I had a niece who played uh, one year of college soccer and I saw what my family went through and the years of training that this young woman did and her parents sacrificing so much and for her to just compete against other girls, I can't imagine. She would have never had that opportunity. She'd have had to compete against males for those same positions. And that's not only what's at stake is the self-esteem, the ability to compete, learning teamwork, all that great stuff. It's also tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of college scholarships that girls just aren't gonna have if they have to compete against biological males. You know, we're hearing from a lot of moms around the country mm -hmm. that have gotten up at oh dark 30 to drive their daughters to swim practice or to track practice or, you know, any number of sports have traveled all over the country for most of this kid's life. 
right? Mm -hmm. In order, because by the way, now it's not like it used to be when I was growing up where you just played the sport in that season is over. No, this is tends to be a, a, you know, a year round commitment. It tends to be money out of their own pockets. You know, it's a lot of work, not just for the athlete and we, and they do, obviously it's the most work, but their families, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. support them. And um, there's a lot of mothers who are very upset about the fact that they have all sacrificed and now their daughters are losing trophies. You have the Selena Soul case Mm -hmm. in Connecticut and her mother's been so outspoken. Um, And it's just, you know, at at the bottom, at the bottom line is fairness, really. Yes, absolutely. Fairness and common sense. (laughs) Why, Why are we having to legislate good old common sense that biological males should not compete against, uh, biological males and biological females rather in an all-female sport I mean that's just good old American Arkansan common sense but unfortunately the liberal left under Joe Biden is shoving our values out the window they're shoving fairness out the window and they're shoving common sense out the window in order to appease a, a very very small group of individuals and again these individuals have the opportunity they heard they have the opportunity to compete and to be successful but to do so in their own biological uh, sports. You know, I can't let this go by. CNN today tweeted, they, they, they said this, sorry, I think this was on their page and this has been all over Twitter. They said, this is CNN, a trusted news source, by the way. Well, Um, (laughs) which we're going to have to start calling the Biden network. I think it says it's not possible to know a person's gender, gender identity at birth. There's no consensus criteria for assigning sex at birth, except your eyes. (laughs) Well, right. I mean, this is, you know, the the liberal left is always, you know, let science control when we talk about the pro-life issues. Yeah, that's science right. Science determines, science, the, you know, yes, science. Well, science tells you that you are either a male or a female. There is no in-between. And that, you know, whether someone later on in life as an adult identifies as the opposite sex or takes the surgery necessary, but you are born either a male or a female and science determines that there. Uh, and that's, I think what is lost uh, in this entire argument is that scientifically these athletes are biological males and their bodies have developed as males and you are developing as a young female um, that I didn't even like playing co-ed softball back in the day. So for these young women to have to compete against biological males, as you noted, is it's not fair. It's not right. Um, it takes away those opportunities that Title IX's designed to protect. But we're seeing, we're really seeing the heart of the liberal left because, again, it's all about control. And they are looking to control and to change the American values, to change uh, what we all know to be the truth, which is you're either born male or female. And what you decide to do later on as an adult uh, is one thing, but you're not going to take opportunities away from my little girl, from your children, your girls, and women across the country. Yeah, I sort of feel like there's this ongoing issue in which the left takes takes something that is, you know, it's it's real. Den- gender dysphoria is a real issue. It's it's in the DSM five. It's certainly a condition that mental health uh, officials have dealt with and worked with. Although we've seen a, you know, an 
issue in which, you know, Abigail Schreier's book talks about, you know, sort of the contagion in high school and sort of the growth of that, how social media has made it much more prevalent. But, you know, there's, there's the issue that could be dealt with and should be dealt with on a micro level. And they tend to blow these things up and try to make policy based on, you know, a small number of people who legitimately are concerned. Um, but the problem is it pits the rights of, of people who are struggling against almost all young women in women's sports, you know, and it, it grows. And, and also I have to tell you, I had a reporter say to me, they're like, well, it's, you know, the left says that it's not happening all over the country. It's not happening. I'm like, but ask them if it's their goal that it happens all over the country. <laughs> We're actually trying to get ahead of it because the goal is, and, and if they are honest, they will tell you, yes, they want every single sports team for women to be open to boys. Right. And that's, you know, and it's, it's really a shame to watch the liberal left as they use these young student athletes who are uh, biological males identifying as females. They are essentially using them as pawns for their own policy agendas. And it's a shame that these young people have already uh, been experiencing and dealing with so much. And so now they are being targeted and ostracized because you have folks at the top of the pile politically on the left using them for their own policy motivations and agenda yes. and it's Cynical. it's a shame that they are being used in this manner and yes. so but it's also uh, you know we can't stand by and let so many young girls and women not have these opportunities because of a policy agenda of Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, and the far liberal left. Well, we we can lovingly deal with it and should deal with it. So I know, Leslie, that you are working with other attorney generals. Can you kind of tell me what that effort looks like and what you've been doing there? Well, absolutely. Uh, I work very closely with um, my colleagues across the country, particularly as we are uh, combating some of uh, the Biden administration's overreach uh, with the Girls Act, a number of states are looking at similar measures if they have not done so already. I work very closely with the Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry, Texas Attorney General, Missouri AG, uh, Florida all Attorney good General. People. So, Love all yeah, those. They are. They're all, they're all great people. Yes, and we they work are. closely together uh, on these issues, uh, not only to protect women and women's rights, but also to protect uh, rights of hardworking Arkansans and Americans whose jobs are at risk and whose pocketbooks are at risk because of the dangerous policies of the left. So when Joe Biden used his executive orders to cancel the Keystone Pipeline, that hurts hardworking Arkansans and Americans. That hurts moms and dads and their ability to drive their kids uh, to those soccer matches that we're talking about. Yes. And, and so all of these issues that we work very closely together uh, to push back against Biden's overreach and his stranglehold that he is going to put on the American economy and our energy independence. All right, let's pause right there and we're going to take a break and we'll be right back in a moment with Leslie Rutledge, who is the attorney general from the great state of Arkansas. As a two-sport varsity athlete, I ran track in middle school and in high school. I've been playing tennis since the third grade. As a former athlete, access to women's sports through Title IX has changed my life. For decades, previous women before me have fought for equality and equal opportunity. And with recent extreme legislation, that undoes all their hard work. Title IX's purpose to protect females across the nation is being stripped away by the left. Undermining Title IX would teach generations of young women like me that their best would never be good enough. I've trained with young men my entire life, and I can personally attest the biological and physical 
biological differences between young men and young women. I may be strong, but it's no match for a man's strength. As biological men are taking championship spots away from females, we find ourselves in a desert of lost dreams. So protect women's sports. Protect women's sports. Stand up for Title IX. Young Women for America is calling on the NCAA to protect women. Join us. Contact the NCAA with this simple message. Biological males do not belong in women's sports. Call 317-917-6222. I'm joined today by Attorney General from the great state of Arkansas, Leslie Rutledge, and we're talking about the importance of women's sports. And we've seen this movement from the left, the Biden administration, to take away the ability for young women to only compete against young women. And what's so interesting, Leslie, is we have found a common cause and are in coalition with women that probably don't agree with us on much of anything else. Women's Liberation Front um, are a group of self-identified radical feminists. Many of them are bisexual or lesbians, and they are front and center, have taken such leadership on this issue issue. Um, This isn't just about, you know, people like us, you know, conservative Christian women. This is really a a bigger question, isn't it? It is. I I think you uh, brought up great points that this is about all women, all women's opportunities. I I believe one of the probably most well-known and outspoken critics uh, of this policy agenda of Joe Biden's is someone that I love watching to watch play tennis when I was growing up, and that's Martina Navratilova. You know, if you had told me, you know, that Martina Navratilova and Leslie Rutledge would have the same ideas on a policy issue, uh, then I would have probably said, I'm not sure, but I I admired the heck out of her uh, as as an athlete. And she is a great example because, um, you know, openly gay, Mm-hmm. but a great athlete that she knows that back in the day, she would have had a hard time defeating Yvonne Lindell on the tennis court or John McEnroe on the tennis court uh, because she was competing against other biological females on the same uh, court, on the same field uh, with their uh, equal opportunity and that she would not have been given that same opportunity if she had had to compete against the top male tennis players at the time. Well, and, you know, again, we're seeing this uh, over and over, the stories being retold where you have young men who are starting to compete against women, particularly, I keep bringing up the Selena Soul case, but there's others in which they are uh, winning with times that they would have never won with the boys team. In fact, they would not have even placed with the boys team. So that's, that's kind of the story there, right? It is. And that's what, you know, because uh, these athletes, uh, as you note, when they were having to compete against males, they were not finishing in the in the top three, top five, sometimes not even in the top 10. However, taking that same biological male, allowing that individual to compete against all females, now can run much faster, jump much higher, lift much more uh, weight, whatever the category may be, because men are just different than women. Uh, I've looked. This and we is, love Viva la difference, right? We, we yes, we do love the difference. Love men, and we res- respect men, but we also we, recognize that women were uniquely created. God are. gave us special, unique creation, and we have vulnerabilities as such. We embrace our femininity. We embrace our strength, our acumen, our ability to compete. Um, the fact that we are able at this point in, in time and in history, we're able to compete for jobs and, and win, right? But 
biology is biology, physiology is physiology, and it is just downright ignorant, frankly, not to recognize that that's true, right? Exactly. Women have come so far in the last 100 years here in the United States of America to be able to be on the same playing field professionally, mm. be on the same playing field, even you know, to play sports in college. Uh, that's why Title IX is in place, is to ensure that young women are afforded the opportunities to get a scholarship and to be able to go to college and play golf or play soccer or play volleyball. But however, if we're having to now compete with men in those same categories, it's going to be very difficult for women to compete physically with biological males. I was at President Trump's inauguration in 2000, well, it was January of 2017, and my husband and I met former Olympic athlete Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner, and seeing Bruce Caitlyn Jenner uh, in person. I mean, you're talking about someone who is an Olympic athlete who mm -hmm. now is a uh, female. However, Bruce Caitlyn Jenner still looks and physical attributes, you know, just dwarfed my husband and could certainly be an incredible athlete to this day, many, many decades later. Mm -hmm. And that just right there demonstrated to me yeah, that despite his transition, that's true. Right. Despite the transition that yes, Caitlyn Jenner could still be an incredible athlete and yeah. could compete certainly against any female, but even against males. And because yes. muscle the, skeletal composition doesn't right. easily change, even with cross-sex hormones. Um, I, just uh, last thing, any advice you want to give? Really, I, in fact, I, let, me, let me just say, we, again, we have 50 Young Women for America chapters, and we have young women that are just now starting to graduate from college and go in the workforce. So just pivoting a little bit, any advice you have for them as they begin their careers, as they are uh, starting out in life, as a woman who has really accomplished so much professionally and um, managed to have a, a good marriage and a beautiful baby daughter. Uh, any advice you have for them as they start to, you know, plan their lives? Absolutely. So when I was first running for attorney general, because we'd never had a, a female AG in Arkansas, people would often ask me, they would say, are you tough enough to be the attorney general? And I would just laugh at them and say, let me tell you something. If a girl can get through junior high, she can do absolutely anything. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and so never doubt yourself. Don't ever let someone tell you you can't do something, uh, whether it's male or female, because, you know, it really is ensuring that you have your goals and that you stick to your plan, that you're honest and you work hard and you surround yourself with good people. Um, I'm a woman of faith. And so having that relationship with my personal savior, Jesus Christ has been important to me and for me to lean on throughout my life and throughout my challenges. But women, you know, are incredible human beings and we are moms and we multitask and we juggle so many different responsibilities. Uh, it's not that one sex is better than the other, but don't ever let someone, somebody tell you can't do something just because you're a girl and don't yes. ever let somebody tell you, you can't do something period, because if you want to do it, you make it happen. Yes. And, you know, as women of faith, I always think of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. If you're called to it, he'll equip you to do it. 
work hard, study hard and um, right. follow the Lord and, and amazing things will happen. So listen, Leslie, we are so grateful for you. Grateful uh, for your taking time out today for us. Our time's up, but God bless you. How can we pray for you? Anything, any, you know, how should, can we follow what you're doing? Well, thank you, Penny. God bless you all. Uh, I appreciate you. You can always, you know, we encourage people to come to our website at leslierutledge.com. That's leslierutledge.com. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, AG Leslie Rutledge, or simply Leslie Rutledge. And uh, we want people to, to reach out, particularly if you're here in Arkansas, find us, but even across the United States, uh, we're here to help you and I will do what I can to help people all across America, but right here in my home state of Arkansas. Great. Well, we look for that next bill to get signed by the governor, and uh, we are so appreciative of him and following what you all do in Arkansas. So God bless you, Leslie. Have a great day. Thank you, Penny. You too, Thank dear. You. Thank you for joining us for Concerned Women Today. That's all the time we have, but we'll be continuing this important conversation and continuing our efforts to protect women and advocate for biblical truths and principles. If you'd like to be more involved with our mission, visit ConcernedWomen.org or follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening. Concerned Women Today is a ministry of Concerned Women for America, the nation's largest public policy women's organization. For more information, visit ConcernedWomen.org.